to a special, different, and quite intimate episode of Me, Myself, and I present to you Me, Myself, and Yes, I. This is a special Q&A episode for you guys to get to know me, your host, Joey, much better because you've gotten to know a lot of the amazing guests I've had to the show well. Hopefully you're streaming them. Hopefully you're supporting them. Hopefully you're, you know, subscribed to them, all that. And now I was like, why not have you guys get to know me more? So I asked my listeners, my friends, my followers questions on Instagram, or I asked you guys to ask me questions, I mean, and we're going to go through them all. There's a lot of questions pertaining to dating, music, sugar daddies, all of it. So Without further ado, let's start with the first question, which I think is an amazing place to start. And I'm not going to say who these questions are from, by the way. These remain completely anonymous. And the first very educational question is, how thick is it? Um, when I hear that question, I'm assuming you mean my ass. And I'm going to say it's very thick, actually. On a scale from 1 to 10... I'm going to say in these jeans that I just freshly washed that are rather tight at the moment, I'm going to say a nine and a half. But on a good day, 10. And then the second question is rank your favorite tracks on Renaissance. I'm going to give you my top three at the moment. Heated is my number one. That hasn't changed, and I don't think it will ever change. My second favorite is America Has a Problem. And then my third, you know what? No, scratch that. Heated first, Church Girl second, America Has a Problem third. Do you have any favorites? So many. So many? Virgo's Groove. Virgo's Groove, excellent, yeah. Heated, cozy. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's, it's a phenomenal album. It's, see, it's so good. Even my engineer Wolf loves it. Cozy is so good. It's so good, man. Virgo's group plastic on the what is it? Plastic off the sofa. Come on, man. That's like right outside my top three. That's like top four. Come on, man. Shout it's out to so Bay. Good. The Queen. The Queen. We we need to see her live. I'm like, how am I gonna fucking afford these tickets to this show? I'm like, what body part do I not need <laughs> that I could give away like I've been like really thinking about that every morning I'm just like mm, my right foot is okay it's rather flat it could go you don't need it you could do without it yeah I'll just be wheeled off to the show or carried <laughs> especially if I'm a man by that time hopefully you could do all that work so off to our next question which is another music question it's get rid of one little mix album and one Mariah album which one would they be First of all, how dare you ask me such an offensive question like that? Because those are two of my favorite artists ever. There's like no Little Mix fans here in the U.S. They're all in the U.K., which I really envy them because they're excellent. But if I had to get rid of one Little Mix album, that is such an offensive question. At first, I feel like most fans would pick DNA because that's like their debut everything a lot of people forget about artists' debut albums to begin with, unless if it's like an extremely prophetic and noteworthy debut album, which I think DNA is, but you know what I mean. But I don't know. That's such an offensive question. And then to think of an, a Mariah album that I'm going to have to get rid of is extremely offensive. But I'm going to answer them nonetheless. Um, a Little Mix album that I would have to get rid of. I would say it kills me to say it but I'm gonna say confetti even though confetti has some of my favorite little mix songs on there like sweet melody is literally their greatest song ever and one of my most streamed songs of all time but I'm just gonna say confetti for that matter because all the other ones like I spent so much time with them already like they're so close to my heart which confetti is too but the others are so close to my heart especially LM5 like I simply can't discard them like that. So I'm going to say Confetti. And then a Mariah album I would have to get rid of is so rude to think of. A Mariah album that I would have to get rid of, I would say I could give you like a sneak answer, which would be like Merry Christmas to You, her second Christmas project, which would be my answer. 
But if we had to choose like a Mariah Carey studio album to get rid of, I hope she never sees this. It would be, I hate this question so much. Mm. This is so hard. I'm going to say, I'm just gonna say Merry Christmas to you. This is way, way too hard. All of them are perfect. Mm. I'm still trying to think of an option because I don't want to cheat you from an answer. But we'll come back to that one for the but for the most part, it's gonna be Merry Christmas to you. Don't ever ask me a question like that. That is so rude. You could ask me about anything in my private life. Ask me about my fucking hole for that matter. I'd rather answer shit about that instead of choosing to discard an album from my favorite artist of all time. No. Okay. So this question is rather deep. Let me hydrate. So this question is, if 12-year-old Joey showed up in New York tomorrow, what about your life would you be most excited about? I'm like, the fuck was I even doing at 12? Okay, so 12 years old. I'm 25 now. 12 years old, that's what? 13 years ago? I'm so bad at math. Yeah, horrible. I'm not, okay. the, guy to, I'm not the guy to ask. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm so, so bad at mental math. I still use like my fingers and everything when I count. So 13 years ago, 12 years old. I was. That's what, like fifth grade? No. Middle school something. I was a child. Okay, so child 12-year-old Joey shows up in New York tomorrow. What about your life would he be most excited about? Honestly, I think, and this answer didn't just pop up in my head till now, it would be I would want to go to them TV studios or at least stand outside of it mm. and have like my TRL nostalgia moment of like how the fans used to sit outside mm -hmm. and greet the celebrities. I would come to the window and say hi to everybody. It would definitely be that because I think one trip to New York, my family and I made for like the day way back when. That's the only thing I wanted to do. And so 12-year-old Joey would definitely want to be doing that same thing. So that was a really good question. All right. And so the next question is very simple, sun, moon, rising. You're talking about zodiac signs. So my son is, I'm a Taurus, born April 26th. Um, my moon is in Sagittarius and my rising is in Sagittarius as well. And I think me having those two placements and Sagittarius for my moon and my rising. I feel like I resonate a lot with my fellow Sagittarius queens. Some of them are here on this board, like Brittany, Nikki. Like there's certain things about the Sagittarius spirit that I resonate with, which like they're always in pursuit or desire of like freedom. They never like to be tamed or settled or told what to do. And I resonate with that a lot. Not to mention I'm a Taurus, which like our literal animal representation of us is the bull so like we're pretty much just like eating grass all day not giving a fuck until you rape until you wave the little like red flag at us and then we're pissed off so i guess that's a very good depiction of me and then top five albums that's very fucking hard considering i have like a top 10 list that is just always going on in my head of like all time and a lot of albums in that are ever-changing. So if I had to pick the top five, though, like top five that are never leaving that list, it would be... Top five. It would definitely be... Honestly, and like we just talked about Renaissance, too. Like Renaissance is like my first or second favorite album of all time. And I don't care. I mean all time. Um, so that's definitely on there. So that's one album. Butterfly by Mariah is definitely in there. In the Zone, Britney. I'm going to say that's my favorite album of all time, and Renaissance is right under it. So In the Zone, Renaissance, Butterfly, Corinne Bailey Ray's self-titled debut. Oh, man. You love Corinne Bailey Ray? Yep. No way. Yep. Stop, that just made me so happy. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. See, I fucks with you even more. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love Kareem. Really? For sure. I 
For sure. Love her. Have you ever seen her live? Nah. The best concert I've ever been to. Yeah, she's, I promise. she's, she's one of them special talents. There's a lot of new talent for sure. Shout out to everybody doing their thing. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was less people back then. And so it was easier to like concentrate on somebody. But yeah. Man, she was what she contributed to like music at that time. It was mm-hmm. just, man, just so good. And she came in that like random singer songwriter era. Yes. In like 2007 to nine, where there was yes. like a bunch of those girls that would have like one hit on the radio. Right. Yet they wrote for everyone else. <laughs> right. And then you never hear of them again on that scale. She had a different look. She had a different vibe. She's so good. Man. She's so good. And her albums, too, are each so different. She has how many albums? Four? Three. Yeah. Three albums. She has the self-titled, mm-hmm. The Sea, mm-hmm. and then The Heart Speaks and Whispers. Each one of them are so good. The self-titled, though, is, like, undefeated. There's been days lately especially sad days where like her second album, The Sea, which is literally about her husband passing, exactly. kind of becomes my favorite mm-hmm. because it's so sad. It's so poetic. Mm-hmm. And even if I can't relate to that story specifically, even if I'm having a sad day, I'm like, yeah. yes, I want to hear you yeah. talk about you missing your husband. Yeah. And somehow that comforts me. Because you, you just feel it. Mm-hmm. It's real. Mm-hmm. And then the heart speaks in whispers being like, her liberation album. She talks about like finding new love on that. She's just brilliant. Yeah. She's like my dream guest to have on the show. And when she is here, you will be here as well. Oh, I, what? You will be here as well. My vinyl will be present. What? Because I definitely got that for its anniversary. Yeah. That's what's up. I did not know you love her. I grew up listening to her. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What's your favorite song or album? Man, there's so many. I'm going uh, to just tell you, I'm going to just, and this might sound typical, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But I'm going to say off top like a star. I'm going to just Genius. say Genius. <clears throat> Genius choice. But there's so much, there's so many more. I just, I can't think of right now because it's actually been quite some, that's kind of like you bringing her up helps me remember that I forgot about her. Yeah. But not in a bad way. It's just so much music though. You know, so sometimes much. you don't remember something until you stumble across it again. And this is me stumbling across it again and being like, that's it. If I listen to her right now, my memory is going to take me back to the house I lived in. It's going to take me back mm-hmm. to what it was like being, I think I was in junior high school at that time. Um, it was an interesting time for sure. Yeah, which is funny because she has a song about having that type of memory exactly. Mm-hmm. It's called Butterfly. It's on that first Ooh. album. You know Butterfly too? Come on. Oh, Come on. Wow. Like, I knew you had taste, but the taste today is just... Yeah, for sure. Wow. No, nah, she wanted them ones. She's... Excellent. I'm going to agree with you, too, and I'm going to say Like a Star is my favorite song from her, too, just because, like, mm-hmm. if nobody knows who she is and they're like, who's Karina Bailey Ray? I need one song to get into her and understand mm-hmm. what she's about. That's going to be the song. That's And, you know, you can't say that so for everybody. Good. No. Because everybody got hits, right? Yeah. And sometimes you don't want to refer somebody to the hit. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't want to do that. It's like, nah, but there's some B-sides to the album. There's these other ones. Yeah. And she does have those other ones. But for some reason, you just feel so comfortable being like, listen to Like a Star. Because it's that great. Like, it's such an excellent piece of art and music where, like, you don't even mind the stigma of, like, oh, it was a single. It's been, you know, commercially released. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, as it should be. It's an excellent song. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like what you said, like, you refer a popular song to your friend and you're like, I want to be avant-garde and, you know, ambiguous. I want to be a real fan. Yeah, Give you a real track. But it's like, that's a real track. It's so good. And for that to be about her, you know, widowed husband, like, mm-hmm. or her late husband mm-hmm. is crazy. Like, it's about how she loves him. She loves him so much that she loves when they fight. Like, yeah. it's such an excellent song. And seeing that live, I saw her live last June. You know what, Joy? I can't listen to her right now. It's raining outside. You're going oh, to you gonna, no, you gonna have me in my feelings. No. Stay in that first album where things were nice, light, and airy in the beginning. Don't listen to this yeah, on a cloudy-ass sure. day like this. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, this, you're going to have me in my feelings, man. I'm, I'm going to California tomorrow. I need to hold off. Listen to her happy songs because there's some in there. Like, um, Call Me When You Get This. Yeah. Call Me When You Get This. Um, Trouble Sleeping is good. Man. I love her. Wow. The fact that you love her just made me so happy. You have no idea. And she was just so beautiful. Gorgeous. And like such a 
beautiful aura about her mm -hmm. too. Like when I saw her live, like it wasn't even just like a show. It wasn't just like an experience. Like it was just a live outer body, live music experience. And just like the moment she stepped on stage, you know, it was at, I think like Bowery Ballroom or something like mm -hmm. that. So it's a very simple understated stage. Mm -hmm. And she still steps on before she even sings. Everybody's already yeah. captivated already. Yeah. Like she's just that brilliant yeah i'm sending this whole video to her somehow Nah, for, please do as like a plea to please come here on the show she'll be send this to her she gonna see it she will she gonna see it corinne you're gonna see this and if you don't mind you're gonna sign my vinyl too because <laughs> i got it so wow that made me so happy thank you for that mm -hmm. so corinne is on there and then the last one of my top five i'm mm, this is hard i'm gonna say You know what? Okay, I'm going to say Return to Saturn, No Doubt, is one of my favorite albums ever, and that's definitely in there. Simple Kind of Life being one of my favorite songs of all time, so I'm going to choose that. Also, going back to Corinne, one of my really, 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 really good friends that I just met a few weeks ago asked me to make a playlist of my life, and Simple Kind of Life by No Doubt is on there, and Like a Star by Corinne is on there, so... That's a little fun thing that reminded me of. And then the next question is your favorite local drag queen. No drag race or Dragula girls. I'm going to say I'm going to give you three different options because I experienced drag in three different states because I used to do drag. So in Miami where I started drag, I'm going to say Tiffany Fantasia and then in DC, I'm going to say Rose Evergreen. And I'm going to give you another one, Drew Sedora. And then in New York, there's so many options. There's so many. And I love everybody. But I'm going to say our entertainer of the year, Devdo, is currently my favorite in New York. That was a nice question. So the next one is your top three artists of... 2022. So I assume this can mean old artists, new artists, just the top people you listen to this year. I'm going to say Charlie XCX whooped my ass this year. She was my number one everything on Spotify wrapped. I'm also going to say Flo, the new girl group based out of the UK, who you may or may not be seeing on here. Um, and my third, I'm going to say Beyonce too, because Renaissance came and wrecked me in the best way possible. And then the next question is, who are your top three artists of 2022? Actually. Top three artists, mm -hmm. 2022. It's going to have to be Larry June mm -hmm. for sure. Larry June is an artist from San Francisco and he's very dope. Just very, very awesome. Um, man, top three. You know, this is kind of this is kind of like one of them questions. If it's like, what do you want to eat? It's like, damn, why don't I know this? Uh, <laughs> this is my life. How do I not know? That's my least favorite question ever. Anything. Um, it's definitely gonna be Larry June. Okay, you know what? I'll give you another one. Um, I'm really rocking with Ari Lennox right now. Uh, she's so good. Like her last album to me. Location. Extremely so well put good. together, man. Extremely from the intro, just. You you really get me with albums in the first five tracks. If the yep. first five tracks is, can be like consistent, like it's like, ooh, another one, another one, another one, another one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it's a good album. And it doesn't happen a lot. Sometimes it's I like agree. what you like of an album, if it's 12 tracks, it's scattered through the album. Yeah. And you know, it is what it is. So uh, Larry June, R.I. Lennox, and then I really, really like the Her Loss Project right now. It's so good. I'm really rocking with that Her Loss project right now. It's great. Yeah, so it's even though they great. dropped that at the end of 2022, I'm going to just give it up. I'm going to throw it in there. Mm -hmm. That's like my getting ready for work album, my gym album. It's good. All of that. It's good. It's a good album. I've always loved Tony on Savage, too, so when I heard that yeah. they were coming together, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. It was, it, was, it, was, it was magic. Regardless. It was magic. I agree. I won't say anything about that line. I'm not a fan of that. 
But the rest of the music, fantastic. Lovely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But the rest, I'll yeah. bop to it, and it's amazing. Yeah, for sure. But the next question is, where do you see yourself in five years? And it's funny, because we are kind of talking about this. I feel like we always talk about, like, our future, yeah. whatever we're The things the that matter, for together. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So this, I like somebody asking this, because I feel like I'm always asking other guests this question. So it's cool to look and be like, hmm, what am I going to be doing in five years? So I'm 25 now. Turned 26 on April 26 in 2023, which is like my golden birthday. Um, so when I'm 30, where do I see myself? I see this show being signed to something, whether that be like an Apple Music, a Spotify, an Amazon Music. I wish I could like light incense and candles in a circle and like lay down in the middle of the ground or some like type of manifesto. So hopefully all this comes into fruition. Um, yeah, so I'll definitely say that whether it be this show an expanded and heightened version of the show with that being said too, what I see and what I definitely see myself doing in five years with the show, with myself, with my brand is using it as a way to give other people, especially other queer people of color opportunities to explore and do what they want and do what they love. So like I would love to hire a team for the show. And, you know, if you love working on graphics, okay, let's design some graphics together. Let's get collaborative. Let's get creative. Let's just give you an outlet to enjoy something. So think of it as like the fucking like YMCA, but like for your own resume or for your own life or for your own future, just for your own creativity, because that's really important. And yeah, I'm just glad people are being creative these days. I was literally coming home yesterday from... Walgreens and I was in the pouring rain with the dog that I'm watching and there was this kid like outside this pizza store that was already closed in the pouring rain doing like a TikTok dance like recording himself and I'm just like what the fuck is going on and at first I was like these damn kids but then I was like you know what you know what she better fucking work Mm -hmm. like here he is in the pouring rain finding a way to have fun dancing just be creative what people running from the rain they run into it yeah, exactly. And watch, the video is probably going to take off. You're going to see me wet as hell in the background, walking the dog just like... Secretly hating. <laughs> no, and I promise I really wasn't. At first, I was secretly confused. But now, <laughs> I'm publicly enlightened. And I love it. I love it. So, yeah, creativity. I would definitely say those two things. This show signed to something. Corinne Bailey Ray's already going to be on the show. Maybe mm. she'll be on, like, it'll be her third time coming. Mm. Hopefully that's the matter. And then, yeah, most importantly, just hopefully being some type of creative outlet for people as well as some type of charitable outlet for those in need, specifically the trans community, the trans community of color, and also and also the autistic community. I really want to give back to them some way, somehow. And then... Jesus, what a fucking shift. So the next question is, so when you actually going to read your DMs, I want to take you out and please you. Well, okay. Um, I've become such a bad texter and like DM reader lately. Like I used to be that girl that would answer everybody, but it's not you, it's me. I actually have my do not disturb on Everything, every single contact, every single notification, every single program. I just want to live. I don't want to fucking look at my phone. I'll check the shit if something's going on. Or if something is in an emergency, then my friends that know me well have figured out a way to debunk the do not disturb. And will call me and be like, yeah, our dog threw up on your bed. And I'll be like, okay, cool, I'll handle it. <laughs> like an emergency like that. But any anything else, girl, we'll talk later. So, Sure. Where do you want to go? You pick the place. And yeah, let's do it. So when you actually read your DMs, Jesus. Okay. Um, next question is, when did the Britney obsession start? That's easy. It was honestly like just like how everybody else discovered her when they saw a baby one more time premiere on TRL. I saw that and I was like, who is this bitch? I may have been like two and a half, but I was still saying, who is this bitch? Who is this bitch? Literally, I was like, who is this lady dancing in a school uniform in the school hallway? Respectfully. <laughs> no, and I trust me, like I mean the word bitch in the most 
loving way possible because that's really my girl. And she was actually the first CD I ever bought too. I bought Oops, I Did It Again, which is her sophomore record mm. on May 3rd, just only a week after my birthday for my third birthday. I went to the Kmart right around the corner Ooh. and it was the best fucking day of my life. Kmart. I'm so mad they discontinued Kmart. Why did they do that? Wow, this is hey, this this is for the real ones right here. Right, if, I love Kmart. This is for the real. If you don't know about Kmart, hey, I mean, there's nothing gonna happen to you. But if you do, that's a special place in heaven for you. It makes me so sad that we're talking about Kmart in the past tense. <laughs> it used to be such a present and consistent thing in my life. Like this is so sad. Like, where is it? Is, They're all is, gone. Is it even here? It's nowhere, right? No, they got rid of the one in Astor Place too, right here in the city. How does a whole department store disappear? How does it happen? A lot of tasteless people because <laughs> I was clearly there. We were there for their pharmacy. We were there every fucking day. My mom would go get her prescriptions and her refills and be in the line for an hour. And I'd literally be like looking at the CDs back in the day. You know, they used to have like the little CD sampling things. Come on. They would have like the screen and the little buttons you could Come press. Oh you could put the God. cheap headphones on to listen to the albums. Man. You like a millennial Gen Z. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have I have two older brothers too. So yeah, like cool, cool. they definitely helped me digest a lot. And I mean, I clearly wasn't playing a lot of sports back then. <laughs> so I had to do something to stay busy. So that was my that was my way of staying busy. And yeah. I would say TRL and Kmart are responsible for me loving Brittany. And every time I pass where the Kmart used to pass, I'm always just like, ah. <laughs> Thank you for everything. So the next question is how does one curate the best playlist in your opinion? Mm. That's a good question. It's a good question. Isn't it? It's a good question. Do you have an opinion? How does one create the best playlist? Mm -hmm. Off top, the golden rule to me, yeah. no skips. Okay. That should be your first intention of creating a playlist, whether it's 10 songs or 35. Yeah. No skips. No skips, okay. You want to be like the energy continues to elevate every mm -hmm. song. And even if you... You get to like five songs of energy and then maybe song six, it's a dip down. You want it to be like cohesive yeah. in mix. Just like an outfit. Like you might have some shit that's like, okay, that's a left field, but it works though. You mm -hmm. know, like I heard somebody say one time, you don't have to match. Everything has to complement though. I like that. You know? Mm -hmm. So whatever you do, you want it to complement. I like that. Because I mean, there could be a change of pace in the playlist, but nonetheless, there's still a pace. Whereas when the pace stops... Just like, okay, mm -hmm. I got what? Nine more songs to go through and this shit's already whack. Um, do you believe in, and maybe this is just a rule I made up in my head, but do you think there could be multiple songs by the same artist in a playlist? Yeah, why not? Okay, just making sure. That That's kudos to the artist. That's a very good point. Because when I was making that 15-track playlist about my life, there are so many songs by the, multi, by like the same artist I wanted to put in, but I was like, let me give each artist their moment. Mm-hmm. I guess, but yeah, I guess it just depends on. This is making me think of this time I burnt a CD for this girl. I hope she listened to it. Aww. I actually don't know if she listened to it, but I burnt it like two CDs. A two. Yeah. A B side. Wow. And then I took a sharpie and like wrote a whole bunch of dope shit on. The CD. You know what I'm saying? So like, cute. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I, I got her on the ground too. I might be like, did you ever listen to that? We're friends. We good friends. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Did you ever? I hope you did. I hope you still got it, because I want it back, Loki. <laughs> okay, yeah. I want to hear the answer to this. That's really cute. Yeah, I guess nowadays it's like playlist making. Like, I made this playlist for you. Yeah. Here's the link. That's a, that's a very special thing. It is. That's very special. It is. Don't take that for granted, people. If somebody make you a playlist, keep them around. Yeah, I made one for somebody recently. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. That's what's up. And I even felt it. I was like, okay, this feels different. Even though it's mm -hmm. fully public on my Spotify, but I was mm -hmm. like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So my answer to the playlist curation question is I always start with like theme. What do I want this to be about? And then I go from there. So say it's like, I have like my party playlist. Obviously the theme isn't just like, oh, I want a party, but like what kind of party are we going to? So I have like my disco playlist, my I want to throw ass playlist. Like you have to get very specific mm -hmm. and just stay with the intention of mm -hmm. where the playlist is going. 
And then I have some playlists that are like stories in a way. I made a bunch over quarantine that would fully like, they'd almost be like mini DJ sets, just not mixed together. Mm. And the songs would go together like a story. So the beginning song would literally tell like where I'm at right now. And then the last song would be where I'm at currently. That's almost not, like an album. Yeah, that I, I feel like that's an ultimate playlist though. Okay. You know? Like that, like you said, it's like a DJ set without the mixing. Right? Exactly, it's like ultimate though. Yeah, because the ultimate playlister is the DJ. Very good point. You know, mm-hmm. you really do need to let me know what she says. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna let you know. I I will not <laughs> let you forget about that. I got you. And then, the next question is favorite Destiny's Child album. This is an easy answer. Destiny's fulfilled. That was their last album together as a group, and that's like. All their other albums are excellent, by the way. Hello. But Destiny's Fulfilled is just so excellent. I think that's the greatest girl group record ever released. It's just like their work as a fully grown and realized girl group. Like they knew it was their last one for a minute. It's definitely been a long minute, but nonetheless. So they really gave it their all. And my favorite songs from it are If, Free, and T-Shirt. It's a good album. Okay. And then the next question is, what's the criteria to be a guest on the podcast? What kinds of people are you looking for? So for me, if you want my elevator pitch that I send in my emails that a lot of people should be answering, um, it's we are a safe space platform and conversation for queer creatives and our allies. So that's the very business formal answer. But for me, genuinely, I just want to be able to showcase queer people or queer adjacent people in really cool positions. And I think I've done a really good job at that. Not even me. I think my guests have done a really good job at displaying that variety throughout the continuation of my show so far. So like we've had Sean Garrett, like kid from Maryland, grew up, wanted to be an esthetician, left school to be an esthetician, ended up launching Fenty Skin with Rihanna and is now the head of Dior Skin. Like that's crazy. And ultimately, he's still just like that queer kid from Maryland. So it's just showing all the different important seats that these really talented queer people can be in, especially in a lot of these industries that depend on queer people, too, yet for some reason rob them the most of everything. So I would say that's who I definitely want on my show. But like I said, we are welcoming allies as well to the community. So Feel free. I know Corinne Bailey Ray is an ally, so even more of a reason for her to come on. And yeah, so the next question is, if you could switch lives with anybody for a day, who would you choose? Have you ever thought about this question? Yeah. What would your answer be? This is going to be really random. Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't know if you know who this guy is, but like I've always said to myself, if I wasn't me, I would be Dom Kennedy. Why? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. But what's your answer specifically? Um, you know, when I listen to his music, mm -hmm. he always just came off so effortlessly comfortable. Just so effortlessly comfortable. Yeah. Kind of like Biggie Smalls. Like Biggie Smalls just seems just so cool. Like mm -hmm. when you think about like the essence of what cool is, right? Like yeah. Just cool, comfortable, in charge, living life, very stylistic, very charismatic. Mm -hmm. Charisma is an important human quality. I agree. It's a very important human quality. It'll get mm -hmm. you far in life, you know what I mean? So when I think about Don Kennedy, he's a, a, a rapper from, from California, from Los Angeles. He got a lot of charisma, and he laughs a lot in his records. I love rappers who laugh. I love that. You know? That shit's so funny. He laughs a lot. He talks about food. He talks about living life in such a great way, so... That's if I wasn't me, I'd be Dom Kennedy. That's a good question. That's a good answer too. Yeah, I like that. And I like how quick it came to your mind. Yeah, because it was. I really think about it. <laughs> really? Okay. Damn. So, do you think with that being often like thought about in your mind, like, do you think that helps you kind of make choices in your daily life? You know, I think we're all here to learn from each other mm -hmm. in a real way, right? So, like. Yeah. You meet people and you like things about, you like what you see sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like when I think about the type of man that I would like to be, it helps when you see other men that give you good feelings. For sure. You know what I mean? They give you good inspiration. Or not even just a man, like even like 
like women, like my mom is like very graceful. She's very in tune with like God and yeah. her energy is always just really beautiful. And so it's like, I, I admire that. So I try to take as much of that and incorporate that in who I am mm -hmm. as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? To emulate it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what we, that's what we here for. You can't have it all through birth. You you got some shit and thank God for what you got. But what about the stuff you don't have? Exactly. You know? Exactly. We studying books. Let's study people. If anything, I study better off of people, whether they're people I know or whether people I don't know. Yeah. We got a high people IQ. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just better examples. Less reading, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, my answers I've two would be... Freddie Mercury, mm. because I've been, like, getting back into my queen bag lately and, like, doing research on him. And just the fact that, like, him, too, like, he was, like, a full, like, queer Arab person, too. I'm like, wow, like, granted, you know, his star was rising at a time, especially where it was, like, very hard to be gay or just any part of the LGBTQIA spectrum publicly, too, like, it was so hard, so I just want to, I don't know, I don't want to do as Fred, Freddie Mercury. I would just really love to be him and maybe, I don't know, see how far we could go in terms of expressing that queerness, especially intersecting it with his Arab background. Him, he was my first choice, and then I'd also say Prince, too. Going off to my second choice, I would say prince as well but like that feels so like blasphemous to say because no one will ever be him but if i just wanted a frivolous choice prince would be it things i find sexy about a guy that's my next question my answer to that and i'm realizing it now honestly and like this is what everyone fucking says i feel but like you really have to be funny and not just funny <laughs> but like you really have to <clears throat> not just like make me laugh but like i don't know you kind of like what you said like charisma in a charisma, way charisma exactly there's some people too that are funny and what they're saying mm -hmm. on paper is funny mm -hmm. but sometimes the way they deliver isn't really funny mm -hmm. and maybe that just sounds like i'm over analyzing it like i'm trying to like you I know you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not trying to cast this person for a comedy special or exactly something, but it's like exactly I don't know. There's some people, what I love, you know what I love, especially, I don't know if like my Zodiac signs or something have, have to do with this, but like, and maybe it's a toxic thing. I don't know. <laughs> I love people that I'm instantly like magnetically attached to. Why would you not? Why would you not? Very good point. You know what Very I'm saying? good point. Cause like a lot of people want to get to know each other over time. Da, 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 whereas like, and that's cool. That's cool. No problem. Yeah. And it is nice. And there, I definitely have a lot of relationships with people like that, but it will always be somebody I meet, like, at a concert or at, like, a club one night that, like, I just have, like, an instant affinity to. Mm -hmm. And I love those type of people. Yeah. So if I could find that in a guy while still being smart and responsible with my feelings, I would love that, ideally. Because I can, I have had that before with guys that I was interested in, and then I just become the crazy person in the situation ship, so. Oh, you become the crazy person? In those past experiences, Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have been, and I've learned so much from them. I don't think I'm that crazy person anymore. Like, I think I can proudly <laughs> say that. But also, who knows? Give me a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> give me a few weeks. Give me a few more dates, and who knows? I just might be that crazy person. Hey, the transparency is real. I just want to be self-aware. Yeah. So at least I could learn and hopefully one of these days apply these lessons that I'm learning. So, yeah, I would definitely say that. Just some type of charisma. Yeah. And I don't think I have, like, a physical type, literally. Any guy's hot to me. And then, what else? Um, whoa, okay. Next question is, hey there, I hope you don't get offended. I'm gay and just bumped into your page and couldn't walk away without letting you know how gorgeous and handsome you are, heart. I will really appreciate you being my sugar baby. I would like to take care of you and all of your bills. I'll put you on a $500 weekly allowance. Your time and attention will do just fine, baby, heart. <laughs> well in that case let's book some more studio time I just got paid I'm kidding um, 500 a week is cute <laughs> but at this point in my life 657 a week 657? yeah 
Six like six fifty seven hundred. Yeah. Let's just make it a thousand. That I mean, I was just trying to be bashful here, but I will happily welcome a thousand dollars a week. Which honestly, like my dream. You know what? I'm gonna share an idea of mine, but I don't care. I've always wanted to raise some type of like. Like or create some type of like sugar baby charity association where just like oh, a word. bunch of gays just hook up with like these fucking old rich white men, take their money and give it to charity. Does that sound so nice? Okay. <laughs> Isn't that a great idea? I think it is personally. Like, hi, yes. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your money. Thanks for dinner. Let me go to a charity of my liking and give this money. And I wouldn't. Like, yeah, there's the whole, like, dirty money thing, but I don't think that's dirty money. It's money that should be given to those people anyways. That is <laughs> that is one of the most original ideas I have heard. It's so um, it's so authentic. I, can't, I don't even know how to feel about My it. My two favorite words, original and authentic. I don't think it's fucked up. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I would love that. Like, if I went on a date with some, like, fucking old financial broker from <laughs> Long Island that I like didn't really care about no offense go to like dinner with him and then you know take the little allowance he slips under the table and just drop it off at a charity of my liking that would be so nice and that would really feel my heart up I'm being so serious right now like, I, mean, hey, I would like, love that that would be so cool I mean hey man help is help you know exactly help is help exactly and what matters most are those people in need they're taking care of those people, those sugar daddies. They're taking care of. So we'll be in talks, I guess, to that question. Another one. Hi, Joe. Are you interested in a sugar daddy? No. Un like I said, name your price. Um, next question. What's one thing you'd like to change about yourself? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, honestly, I've come to the point, like, not even to be Miss Girl and, like, yeah, I have my insecurities and blah, blah, blah. But... To, in order to grow and be a thrashing, or what's the word? Thriving and flourishing. flourishing. Yeah, flourishing. 25-year-old mm -hmm. adult and just person, child of God existing in this world, I wouldn't change a single fucking thing. I'm good. But if I had to choose like a little supplement to my life, it would be um, a better attention span, which like, yeah, I guess I could fix with Adderall, but like I just haven't gotten around <laughs> to going to the doctor. Yeah, for that shit. So I would say that. Do you have? Do you ever think about that? If I could change one thing about yeah. myself, um, I'm, 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 I'm definitely, I'm, I am the biggest fan of me for sure. Like I really fucks with me for mm -hmm. real. I love that. Cause it took a lot of work. You know, it took work. Exactly. So it, like, like to get here, it's just like I'm, I'm fucking with where, where we're at. But like, if I had to change one thing about myself, it would probably be, um to have more control of my mind in some mm. kind of way, you know? Because sometimes, you know, you find yourself in moments where you get away from your own self sometimes, you know? It's mm -hmm. like sometimes you, you well, I don't want to generalize. I get away from myself sometimes. Sometimes I can have anxious thoughts that I know are, are bullshit, to be honest. Uh -huh. I know it's bullshit. Like, I know it's not valid, but, you know, sometimes it gets the best of you in that moment, so... I would like to work on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So more, like, you want to be able to ground yourself and be more present. Be more present. Like, it's yeah. it's definitely not realistic to to never be bothered, right? You right. know? But I would like to be bothered less by trivial things, though. Like, if I'm going to be bothered, let it be things that are, like, worth worth the attention. You know? It's like, mm -hmm. okay, this is, a, this is a real thing, you yeah. know? But it's like, the, and it's just, when you're young... You're getting better with time, hopefully. You know yeah. what I mean? So this is like something that I need to get better with with time. And I have gotten better at it, but you still deal with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I want to continue to get better at dealing with intrusive thoughts and um, just sometimes there is, there's really no reason to be anxious more oftentimes than not. There's like not yeah. a reason. It's yeah. not a reason at all, you know? It's just like everything's good. Mm -hmm. It's better than good, actually. Would you step the fuck back and really look at the picture? So that that That's part. That's what it is. That and I think what could possibly help that because I go through the same thing too would be like I just think about like in a week from now, am I gonna care? 
Facts. Am I going to care? And I was first going to say, like, in five months from now, am I going to care? Not fuck that. A week. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a day. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, am I going to care about this? No. no. And immediately, I've, like, when I asked myself that lately, I've seen myself, like, slow down. I feel my shoulders relax, my neck right. not as tense. That part. And I'm instantly like, oh. That yeah. part. Even when I want to, like, pop off on something, I'm like, I'm about to uh, let this person have it and everything. And I'm like, am I going to feel good about it after? Am I going to feel good about it tomorrow when I wake up and it's a nice morning and the only thing nasty about this day is my spirit? Fuck no. Man. You know what I mean? Is it is it worth the time? Is it worth it? Most of the time, it's no, because there's also so many other things we could be using our time for. Yeah. So. Straight up. I would say that. And then, these are more deep questions. Hello. Um, The next question is, what was the best phase in your life and what was the worst phase in your life? That's a good fucking question. And I always think of, like, my life and shit in, like, eras. So I always, like, think of, like, my middle school era, my this era, my 2020 era, my 2021 era, all that. So the answer to that question, honestly, I would say the... We're going to start the worst phase. Honestly, you know what? I'm going to say, ultimately, at a certain point in this year, maybe in the past six months, have both been the best and worst phases of my life at the same time so like mm. second half of 2022 i agree with that you feel mm-hmm. like 2022 already like it had high hopes and expectations and then certain things happened that just immediately steered it mm-hmm. other way and i was like oh mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to ride with but nonetheless we tried we prospered and you know it's okay we failed a bit and that's fucking fine it happens it's okay for life to humble you as long as you get back up but yeah, I would say like that second half of 2022 like got very bad and it was definitely the worst phase of my life. But with that being said, it had to become the worst phase of my life for it to turn around and for me to realize like, oh no, I have to make this the best phase of my life. And I'm in that process right now currently. So I'll definitely say that. Um, Next question. Are we good on time still? Yeah, we good. I would say maybe 20 more minutes at the most. Perfect. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And then the next question is, are you the person you thought you'd be when you were little? Mm. That's a good question, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, That's good. That's a good question. And I've been thinking about a lot of that stuff lately. I would say I'm returning to him now. Mm. Returning? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Returning, I think so. I would say... Yeah, I would say returning. I don't even know if I could explain why. I think it's just something you know deep down inside. Like, yeah, there's, like, you know, the, like, typical responses of, like, you know, reparenting yourself, all that, which, like, yes, I guess I'm, like, just starting to dive into now. But I think just by me making choices for myself based on what I want and not what other people think for me, what other people think I need, what other people want for me, is already helping me align myself with the person I wanted to be when I was little. So I would say that. And then, hmm, do you believe in second chances? Mm. Yes, but depends on the context. Yes, it does. You know? Yes, it does. Like, yes, it does. Let's just start for cheating. I've never been cheated on, so maybe I sound a little too naive in this situation. But if somebody cheats on me, hon, it's a wrap. Not because I'm so offended, but I'm just like, if you don't want some on my plate, it's fine. Go and, go and get in the line for the buffet and go eat. <laughs> like, it's just a waste of time. Like, you just go and enjoy yourself then because I'm going to mm-hmm. go eat regardless. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. I'm not going to take it. I mean, maybe I probably will take it personally and offended. <laughs> like, cry and do the whole bit and whatnot and write things about it. But I'm just that type of person. Like, I will try to immediately see the solution to where there's a problem. If you're cheating on me, there's clearly a problem. Yeah, you could have been drunk. Yeah, it could have been a mistake or whatever. But you know what? Fuck it. Put the drink down. Go fuck somebody else sober. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, you made your choice. You Go, go ahead and live with it. No pressure. Exactly. Like, let's not be counterproductive here. Because then, if anything, that means I'm free. So... Facts. Yeah, I would say I do just depends on the circumstance, though. Even, like, friend breakups. Like, I've had some friends that have, like, dummy dirt, like... A bunch of times in high school, it would just be several different people and immediately, like, chop 
immediately and they would always try to come back and I was like, yeah, no. And it's not even because I'm like, you know, so sad about it and like taking, I'm just like, this is just so yeah, unproductive for me growing as a person. Yeah. It really depends on <clears throat> what, what, what you did, mm-hmm. you know, cause everybody, sometimes you, you, of course. you have, sometimes you have a misunderstanding mm-hmm. with great people can have misunderstandings too. You know? Yeah. And if we're having a misunderstanding, a second chance can be had, you know, because we're not perfect. And if and if I'm ever performing underneath my greatness, I would like somebody to give me a second chance too. Yeah. But certain shit, though, it's like, nah. Yeah, exactly. Nah. Like, misunderstandings just means that there's, like, room for understanding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whereas there's certain things that are just, like, clear, red flags or yeah. stop signs essentially so yeah i would say it just depends on the context and then what is one thing people misunderstand about you that's a like interesting question because we often don't like think of ourselves as being viewed at by other people right that makes sense you know which is funny because most of my anxiety and insecurities come from other people look at me but then when i think about like intrinsic questions like that i'm like oh yeah People think about me, I guess. I don't fucking know. Maybe that sounds self-absorbed. but It's true, though. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I would say the one thing that people misunderstand about me is I think maybe just because of, like, I don't know. It sounds so surface level to be, like, because of my Instagram. But, like, I don't know. I've had people, like, think I'm some type of way just because of how I portray myself online, whether it be my name or like how I talk. But ultimately, like that's just me. Like that doesn't mean I'm here to offer you something or here to offer you my time, my body or anything. That's just me being fucking me. And I'm just comfortable expressing myself that way. But I don't know. I like to think that I'm easygoing and I don't like to think of things as a big deal because what I've realized is that nothing really is a big deal. You know? I mean, part yes. Things are important, but nothing's a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that. And then, it's a good question too. If you were going to die tomorrow, God forbid, what would you spend today doing? Hmm. If I had like a magic wand and I could create any circumstance or situation, it would be that the Renaissance tour is happening tonight and I would be there. And then I go have an amazing time at the concert, front row seats preferably. And then I would wake up in heaven and God would be like, so what was your favorite song she performed? And I'd be like, she did heat it. And it would be a fun conversation. I'd be talking to Whitney about it too. She would love it. So I'd say that. And then, hmm. Okay, let's wrap up with some of these questions. These are all really good ones. Okay, so... When you think of home, what comes to mind? When I think of home, I think of a song, and it's a song that will always and forever remind me of my first home that I grew up in in Maryland. And it's Cool by Gwen Stefani, which is like my favorite song of all time. It's about her forgiving her past lover and moving on and how like they're still friends and everything is completely fine and essentially they're cool. There's just something so peaceful and melancholic about the song that I love, it also came out a few months before I moved out of my first childhood home. So like that memory always sits with me. And whenever I'm home, I'll like melodramatically drive through my old neighborhood and blast the song as I'm passing by my old house. I'm just like, ah, oh, thank you for everything. And just keep on going. So I'll definitely say that I just think about a, I just think about of a lot of music because that's essentially where I came to be into the fucking pop culture person I am now. So yeah, I would say that. Um, good question. What did life teach you yesterday? That's a good fucking question. That's a phenomenal question. That's one of my favorite questions I think I answered today. Um, I'm trying to think what. You know what? Okay, yesterday was a very fun day. It was a simple day. I had an interview that you all will see soon on the show. I had that. And then currently in this time i don't know when i'm releasing this but currently i'm watching my friend's dog marty and before that i was watching my best friend my roommate's dog as well for the past two weeks and i've always loved them i always loved dogs i always had a connection to them but after those two weeks with the first one and then beginning my 
time watching this next one, it's not even dogs. It's to anything, anything external outside of you, like another human, an animal, like your environment. I'm like, oh my gosh, compassion is everything. I think that's what life taught me over the past few weeks, specifically yesterday. Like I was sitting with the two dogs. I just finished walking them. I was like, take off their leashes. And here they are wagging their tails. Look at me waiting for me to feed them. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, they're really looking up to me for this shit. Like, I have to take care of these people. And it would be so selfish of me to just go to the bathroom first or, like, scroll on my phone first before I feed these fucking animals after walking in the rain for hours to go shit on the concrete. Like, that would be so rude of me. And they need that to be taken care of. And then in return for me taking care of them, I get love, compassion, support, and loyalty by them. And I think... Yeah, I would say I learned a lot about compassion yesterday and that you're not everything, girl. Like, just because you're the one that you deal with the most in your everyday life for 365 days a year, for however long you're going to be on this planet, you're not the most important thing in your day-to-day life. Like, there's other things, people, animals. There are so many other things to care about. And, yeah, so you just have to have compassion for them. So I would say that's my answer to that. Can I can I answer that? I was just about to ask you, yeah. So the question was, um, what did what was the question again? What did life teach you yesterday? Life taught me yesterday. You'll feel like you again once you get it off your chest. Well. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes you hold stuff in that you need to let out. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like um, my old pastor, um, T.D. Jakes, he said one time, speaking is ventilation for the soul. So when you share, sometimes it's some shit you got to share for a, a particular person. You know what I mean? Or yeah. just for you in, gen- in general, you got to yeah. get it out. But you'll feel better, though. You'll feel mm-hmm. like you again. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you think it has to be always verbal? Nah, I mean okay. it. Could, it could be whatever it is you need it to be. I got you. You know, whatever it is you need it mm-hmm. to be, whether it's journaling it, videoing it, expressing it some type of way physically, whatever that might be, you know. But just whatever it is, get it off. You don't. You don't need to carry it anymore. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great answer. Yeah. Say it one more time. You'll feel like you again once you get it off your chest. Okay. Amazing. That goes into our. Last question, beautifully. So, thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. The last question is, and I'm going to ask you this too. All right. Are you living or just existing? How do you know? Um, Like, kind of going back to one of the questions we just answered, of like, what was the best and worst year? I would say, before, I was definitely just existing, and I thought I was living. But then it came to a very shocking reality that I was just existing. I knew... From many different things. Oh, my God. I could see it in by not seeing anything in my eyes. When I woke up and would get ready for work or whatever I was going to every morning or every afternoon, I would just look in the mirror and just be like, oh, girl, hon, who is that? Like, yeah, I have brown eyes, but that's the most I could say about them in this moment. I don't know what they think, what they're looking forward to, what they're capable of. That's just the most I could point out about them. It's just that they're brown, big, and they have long eyelashes sitting on top of them. (laughs) Nothing important. So I'd say that. And I also knew because I became angry with everything. And, like, I may seem, like, very nice and smiley and happy up here, which I hope to be, and that's what I always want to be, and I never want to be impacting anyone negatively. But I, at least internally, I became a fucking bitch, like, this past year. Like, I was like, who is this person like I became that person internally where like if I missed a train that would go by I'd be like motherfucker like and I used to Mm. never be that girl I always used to be the girl that would like be side-eyeing and rolling my eyes at like Mm. the Wall Street bro that would be losing his mind at losing a train and I'm like girl we're in New York not Nebraska chill like there's gonna be another one another one coming in like five minutes right right like it's the fucking New York City metro Mm. like chill there will be another one here and it's also just not that deep again so mm-hmm. internally, I kind of became that person. I became bitter. Had to catch yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when I knew. And then if we want to get specific, I would say I also knew, which was like the determining factor of like, oh no, I need to not exist anymore. I need to live now. And I had this like, I would honestly call it like some type of like dramatic breakdown. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm really bad at scheduling appointments. So I'm not gonna go get it seen by professional till probably like what, 10 years later, Hmm. I guess. But who knows? Maybe we'll dive into that in the memoir. But yeah, I just came to like a very shocking realization where I was like, I'm not happy with anything and I know it's not making me happy and it makes sense that that's not making me happy because it's single-handedly somehow found a way to spiral and spawn into many different ongoing demons or just negative emotions in my life. And for me, I learned best by not learning what I want to do or choosing what I want to do. I like to assess what do I not want to do in order for me to realize what do I want to do. And I was like, okay, what do I want to eliminate first? This, that, that, and that. Once that clears out, I'm like, oh, everything left here is what I want to do, it seems. Or for the most part, that's what I want to do. And then I discover from there. So I would definitely say now on this day, recording this Q&A moment, I'm living. What about you? I'm definitely living. You're living? That's good. Yeah. I'm very happy that you're living. Did you have a point where you weren't? I've been living for a long time. Mm -hmm. I've been living for a long time. That's good. For real. Like, I would say I'm 29 now. I started living when I was 19. 19. And I've been getting really good at it, for real. Mm -hmm. Like, since 19, every year, I've gotten increasingly better at knowing how to live, you know? And a lot of that just comes from just finding what your purpose is, you know? Whatever it is that gets you right, or at least... or even if you don't 100% know yet, the fact that you're uh, trying to figure it out genuinely, if you're mm-hmm. genuinely trying to figure it out, that's living. Yeah. Even if you don't got the answer, it's not about the answer. It's about the journey on the way to finding Always. it. Always. You know, yeah. so definitely living, man. I like to live. I like the, this life shit. I like having fun with this shit, you know? That's all you got to do with life is just live it. Just live it. That's all you can do. Handle business and have fun and enjoy handling yeah. business. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm I'm not one of those people that looks at life like, oh, man, I got to pay the rent again. I'm I'm proud to pay the rent because I like having a place to stay, you know? Yeah. I, I got to pay the bills. It's true. You know, I, well, of course, I let it spend the money on something else, but it allows me to have a place to say, stay mm-hmm. so I can continue to, to live. I can continue to to curate and create, you know? Yep, completely. You know, it gives it gives space for that, so... Keep living, man. I'm going to take these vacations. I'm going to make these investments. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to exactly. listen to music. I'm going to keep taking risks. Mm-hmm. Take some losses, sure. You know, 2022 definitely the hardest year of my life. But right. 2023, we, we, we coming. This is the revenge season, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, we living. Absolutely. So, any piece of advice you could offer? Say, like, there's somebody watching that resembles 18-year-old Wolf. Mm. What's the shift they have to make? And it doesn't have to be specific, but, like, what shift do they have to make to then become the enlightened 19-year-old version of Wolf, metaphorically speaking? I, I genuinely think you need to find what it is that you want, that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Figure that out. Just just figure, just be, get on the journey to figuring that out. Even if it's just like, find where the road is first. Where's the road to figuring out what you're passionate about? Right. That road, all great things exist in that road, even the trying times, you know? So figure that out. You want to be a carpenter? You want to be a candle wax maker? You want to be an astronaut? Like, you want to be a, a gymnast? You want to be a dancer? You want to be yeah. a, a fucking jewelry sculptor, ice sculptor, ice skater, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, like, figure your thing out and start going for that shit and start being creative about it. And Because once you're on that road, that's how me and you meet. Yeah. Think about that. Completely. You know? Like, you're from somewhere completely different. I'm from somewhere completely different. But, like, as far as my perspective and my life goes, Mm -hmm. like, me being on that road allowed me to be here. And, therefore, it allowed me to meet you. And, therefore, it allowed us to have this episode. And that's all pretty amazing to me. Isn't it? You know? I think that's so crazy and amazing. You know? And then Kareem Bailey Ray. Again, it's like energy. It's all connected. Yeah. It's like, who knew that me listening to Kareem Bailey Ray years, years, years ago? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, when I was barely a teenager would be relevant now. Yeah. But it is, though. Completely. And it's because you just got to 
continue to follow what's what you know about yourself. Don't lie to yourself and don't hide from what you know is yep. to be true about yourself. It will come right back at you, girl. It's not gonna go away. It is not gonna go away. Yeah. It's yeah. always gonna be there. So you might as well make peace with it and learn how to enlighten it. And like going off of your example with the road, like you don't even have to know how to drive to get on the road. For real. Just find a fucking find ride. It. Find like, it. Hitch on a ride with somebody else mm-hmm. on this road, metaphorically call a lift. Yeah. That person knows how to drive. Cool. Ride hey. a thumb for a bit and see where it takes you. I was sleeping on a lot of couches on that road, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was the road. It was the right road, though. You know, it looked crazy to everybody else, but it was the right road for me. You exactly. Know? For sure. And that's what matters. Like, it's everything is always going to look crazy to everybody else until you land in where you're meant to be. And where they've always seen where you're meant to be, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then that's when people are like, oh, I knew it. You were going to da 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 And of it's course. like, oh, really? Because like you so weren't when I was on that road. But now that I made it to my destination, you're proud that I made it. Yeah. Nonetheless, it's no bitterness. Just being observational. But with that being said, we hope you fucking enjoyed this. This was fun to me. I like it. It shakes things up a bit. Maybe we'll start doing these with guests. Who knows? Y'all let me know. This is your show as much as it is mine. So... Let me know if you'd like to see more. For the meantime, you could follow me personally at Bad Bussy with three Ds in the middle and MM underscore and pod, which is a podcast Instagram. Nonetheless, all more on Instagram somewhere. All the tags and shit will be thrown in the description. Please continue listening, supporting, subscribing, all of that. I'm very thankful, truly. Like, I'm really, really, really fucking thankful with how people have been loving the show lately and like how many different conversations it's been curating creating and communicating so i'm very appreciative of that let me know who else you'd like to see on and we'll see y'all for the next episode